Season 2, Episode 12, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, Luke chapter 2, verse 21. And before I get to which is entitled, The Circumcision of Jesus, on the eighth day of his life, which was uh, Jewish, more than Jewish tradition, it was uh, an Abrahamic covenant, which we're going to take a look at by looking at Genesis chapter 17. But very quickly, I wanted to uh, to review um, episode 11, which was uh, the birth of Jesus Christ. In, in episode 12, we have the circumcision of, of Jesus. So just very quickly, uh, we're going to take a look at uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20 which again is uh, 13 verses. All right, here we go. Just reviewing episode 11 before we get to episode 12. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, that usually uh, comes from the Lord. And the angel of the Lord possibly could be a Christophanes or a Theophanes. Um, at any rate. Um, shown uh, an appearance of God in the Old Testament. Uh, it, it's usually a giveaway if he says, take off your shoes. If the angel of the Lord says, take off your shoes, you're standing on holy ground. But this sounds like the Shekinah glory of God. So I think you could make an argument with some egghead like myself, you know, whether this was a, a Theophanies or not. Anyway, not very important. And lo, the angel of uh, Theophanies is not a word you're going to find in a Bible, and I try to stay away from those words. But And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and glory shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be for all all people. A double L, all people. And it's great news to me since I became a believer 48 years ago. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Christ is Greek for Messiah. Verse 12. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying. So if God's not talking, he's not too far away in my opinion. Praising God and saying, the host of angels saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them unto heaven, into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. Uh, verse 16. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child, they went around Bethlehem, I would assume, and told everybody to 
something just happened in your town is really big. And as they, and all they that heard it, so they were busy telling everybody around, wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things in her heart and pondered them in her heart. Verse 20, And the shepherds returned to the stable, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. All right, so that brings us to episode 12. Season 2, episode 12, based on A.T. Robertson's Harmony of the Gospel for Students of the Life of Christ. Copyright USA, 1922. Episode 12, The Circumcision of Jesus. Location, Bethlehem. Uh, it's been eight days since he was born. That's the that's the time to... to uh, have a circumcision. And here's the verse. Luke chapter 2 verse 21. And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, which was Levitical law, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Uh, the angel that told Mary that you would give up, uh, you would call his name Jesus. All right. Um, the Levitical law is Leviticus 12.3 Leviticus 12.3 in, in the eighth day the, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised and the word circumcised means to cut and when <clears throat> so now we're going to take a look at the origin of uh, circumcision in the Bible it's not natural. It's man-made, if you will. Kind of like the scars in the hands of Jesus, I guess. But uh, anyway, um, personally, I believe it's an outward sign of an inward condition, just like baptism. If, if baptism doesn't mean anything to you, all it does is get you wet. And that's really all it does. It's just an outward sign of an inward condition, which is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, Um with fire, as John the Baptist said, he'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. I, I just baptize you with water. But anyway, and circumcision doesn't mean anything. It's, as we will see uh, in in the verses we look at here, that circumcision of the heart, that's that's the key. you got a, a deal with God. And, and my deal is not a deal. It's all one-sided. He did everything. I do nothing. I just say thank you very much and I tell other people about this great deal, about this loving Heavenly Father that so loved the world that He gave. He didn't sell, He didn't barter, gave His only begotten Son that whosoever, anybody, believeth in Him should not perish but everlasting life. All right, so I'm going to ask you if you would like to, if you're driving, obviously you couldn't do it, but Genesis chapter 17 verses 1 through 27, and this is really a sermon by God, it's 90% God talking to Abraham. Verse 1, And when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Now that's an old English word in the King James. It means complete. And complete means you know, be of faith. And um, 
he has he's not hadn't offered Isaac yet because Isaac hasn't been born yet. This is the promise of the of the 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 Messiah that all nations, all families of the earth would be blessed through Abraham. Verse 1, And when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared unto Abram. His name's going to get changed to Abraham. I say Abraham, I'm sorry. His name's still Abram. So, And said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect or complete. I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. By faith, I'm a child of Abraham. So I'm part of that multiplication too. Probably much more than the physical multiplication of Abraham. Which is pretty notable. But, alright, verse 3. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying... So, if you got the picture of this sermon here, the only guy that's hearing it is Abraham, and he's flat on his face. As for me, God goes on, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Twelve through Ishmael, and... 12 through Isaac through Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. 12 tribes of Israel. But notice that the Arabs got just as many nations as, uh, uh, as uh, or, or princes as Israel got. As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee. Thou shalt be a father of many nations. Verse 5. Neither shall thy name any more be Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceedingly fruitful. To a guy who been married for a long time. He's 99 years old. And he doesn't have a child yet. But, okay Lord. Uh, and, I, and I will make nations of thee and kings shall come out of thee. Verse 7. Genesis chapter 17, verse 7. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession I will give I will be their God, and I will be their God. And God said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant, therefore thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. That's the plan. It doesn't exactly happen that way, but they need a Savior. We all need a Savior. This is my covenant, which ye shall keep between me and and you, and thy seed after thee, every man-child among you shall be circumcised. This is the outward sign of an inward condition, the circumcision of the heart. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow God because of what He's done for me. I'm going to tell other people about Him because of what He's done for me, giving me salvation. I'm not telling people in order to be His child. I'm telling them because I am His child. I'm born into God's family. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. John chapter 3, verse 11. And ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant between me and you. 
Again, an outward sign of hopefully an inward condition, and obviously not in every case for sure. Uh, Genesis chapter 17, verses, or starting with verse 12 here. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man child in your generations. He that is born in the house or bought with money of, a, of any stranger which is not of thy seed. So you'll. you'll the, your servants and your the people you've hired and the people that you uh, uh, have given birth to will be circumcised. Uh, this is a new thing. Genesis chapter 17. Uh, nobody was circumcised before this. He that is born in thy house and he that is bought with thy money must needs be circumcised and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. Before, before um, uh, he had a child, Abraham came up with a, another plan. Since Sarah seemed to be barren, he said, uh, I've got this servant. Um, and before Ishmael was born. And he wanted his servant to be his heir. So... Before you make this a huge uh, slavery issue or something like that, just just know that um, he wanted his servant to be his heir. And God said, "No, your 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 wife will have a child." Verse fourteen, and the uns and the uncircumcised man-child whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, thou shalt that soul shall be cut off from his people. He that he hath broken my covenant. Now, okay, just let me get through the, all the verses about this, and I think you'll see my point. Verse fifteen. And God said unto Abraham, As for thy for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt call her name, shall not call her name Sarai, Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. You know, he was. He said, you know, first of all, he said, well, I'll just make my servant. Eleazar, that's the name of his servant. Make my servant Eleazar my heir. He's like a son to me. And God said no. And then they, then Sarah and Abraham came up with the great idea of of, uh, of the bondwoman, the Egyptian bondwoman, that you know they'd have a child with her, and that didn't work out so good. And I, I just I see God's loyalty to not only to Abraham but also to Sarah. Were you going to do a miraculous thing for both of you? You're 100 years old. She's 90 years old. Uh, but she's going to have a child. And and from her seed will come your seed that blesses the whole world. Every family of the world. Let me put it that way. Unfortunately, you have a say in the matter. And if you say, no thanks, then that's the way it is. But if you say, thank you very much for salvation, I'm in. I was in when I when I heard it was a free gift with no strings attached and it was offered to everybody equally. I said that's for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son that whosoever I'm in. Verse 15 And God said unto Abraham as for Sarai thy wife thou shalt not call her name Sarai but Sarah shall her name be. 
And I will bless her and give her a son also, and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations, kings of people shall be of her. And Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, he must have a really close relationship, but he's been on his face for, I think, a lot of this sermon. I guess he got back up at some point. We're on verse 17. And said in his heart, he, he fell on his face again, and said in his heart, shall a, in his heart, he said, that he didn't say this out loud, shall a child be born to him that is 100 years old, and shall Sarah, that is 90 years old, bear? And Abraham said unto God, Oh, that Ishmael might be live before thee. So the first time he came up with Eleazar, this was before Ishmael was born, and Ishmael's 13 years old now, and he, he loves it, Ishmael. Obviously, let's let's make the deal with Ishmael. Don't put Sarah through this. Don't put me through this. Whatever his thoughts are. Verse 19, And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac. Which, if you look up, I looked the word up, Isaac, and it literally means he laughs or he will laugh, which I think is funny because Abraham laughed. But, and Sarah laughed in her heart when she was told later. And I will establish my covenant with him for everlasting covenant, like everlasting life, like eternal, when you trust Christ as your Savior. And with his seed after him. And ultimately that seed would be, the seed of Isaac would be the Messiah. And the seed were were children of Abraham by faith in Jesus Christ. So there's one thing to be born physically. There's another thing to be born spiritually. He, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 20, And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee, you know, he didn't forget Sarah, and he's not forgetting Ishmael. A full-fledged, 100% son of Abraham. I have heard thee. Behold, I will. I have blessed him, and will make him fruitful, and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget. That's what Jacob begat. Twelve tribes of Israel. These. Are, this is the Arab world, and I will make him a great nation. And my covenant. Will I establish, they ruled the world under Nebuchadnezzar. That was an Arab rule, the first world ruler were descendants of Ishmael. That fought against Jerusalem, but Jerusalem had it coming because they were really not, they were offering their children to idols and all kinds of stuff when God put them into captivity in in, uh, Babylon. Then the Medo-Persians defeated, under Cyrus the Great, defeated uh, Nebuchadnezzar and Alexander the Great defeated the Medo. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah, Alexander the Great defeated the the, the Persians, and then the the Greeks. That was the Greeks. Okay, and then the Romans took over from the Greeks. Kept a lot of their. They kept a lot of their gods. They kept a lot of the uh, whatever. Anyway. Um, but God uses 
all different peoples of the world, I guess. We'll put it that way. My covenant, but my covenant, one of the great leaders of the world is Caesar Augustus, who has put a decree that that's why they're in, Abra that's why they're in Bethlehem right now because of uh, the follower, the, the man that followed uh, Alexander the Great was Caesar Augustus. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time in the next year. So he's pretty much given him a clock here, 12 months uh, or nine months, whatever it's going to be. I don't, anyway, it doesn't say exactly. Verse 22, and he left off talking with Abraham and God went up from Abraham. And Abraham took Ishmael. Now, we've gone back 47, 42 generations from the Messiah. This isn't exactly Harmony of the Gospel. I threw this in there. Uh, A.T. Robertson referenced Genesis chapter 17. I decided I would read it uh, to you. But um, And Abraham took Ishmael his son and all that were born in his house and all that were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the selfsame day as God had said unto him. So this is this is happening in real time. He got up from being on his face before God and, and was circumcised. And everybody in his house was circumcised that day. Verse, uh, Genesis chapter 17, verse 24. And Abraham was 90 years old and nine when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael, his son, was 13 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. He was promised about 25 years earlier, a quarter of a century earlier, that, that Sarah would have a son. So he's been very patient waiting for this child. So you can understand why he's a little skeptical that God might be too late, but a miraculous birth is not, it was the case with, I think, with uh, John the Baptist, it was the case with Jesus, and it was the case with Isaac. I don't know of any other miraculous births, but you might know one. I mean, there's, uh, every birth is miraculous from what I hear. Uh, and Ishmael, his son, was 13 years old, and he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. In the selfsame day was Abraham circumcised and Ishmael his son. In the last verse of chapter 17, chapter tw verse 27, And all men of his house, born in his house, and bought with money of a stranger, were circumcised with Abraham. So what was it like to be uh, a purchased stranger, purchased by Abraham? Uh, well, he had a child with one, that was Sarah's idea, uh, who became a great nation as a ch child of Abraham, full heir, if you will. Um, he wanted Eleazar to be his heir before Ishmael was born, during that 25 years of waiting. Um, so I don't think it was, a, I think you won the lottery if you became Abraham's uh, servant. And he had his own army as we're not going to study that now, but uh, we're in the harmony of the Gospels here. So, all right, Genesis uh, twelve three. This is this predates us by five chapters. Let me put it that way. 
Genesis chapter 12. The first time Abraham's mentioned in Genesis, it's Genesis chapter 11. So here we've got Genesis 12, 3. And this is the promise to Abraham, which is the one I get excited about. It's not the land or the, the children as numerous as the stars, although I'm one of those children, so I'm pretty happy about that. And here's the verse that says I am. Genesis chapter 12, verse 3. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So my family has been blessed. People in my family have come to Christ. Um, uh, not my. I'm talking about my extended family, and um, and you know it's ironic that you know lost people have family members that that trust Christ, but they're not interested. I guess. I don't know. Um, so, uh, here's some, some other quick studies in the New Testament on circumcision. Romans chapter 26, verses 26 through 29. I'll read it again just in case you want to look it up. Romans 26, chapter 26, verse 26, 26, 26 through 29. Therefore, the uncircumcision, therefore, if, this is, this is a legal argument that Paul's making. Okay, this is not God speaking anymore. This is the Apostle Paul. And I just love, if you're going to be a lawyer, you ought to study the book of Romans. It's just a great argument. Therefore, if the uncircumcision, that's, there's the, there's the circumcision and there's the uncircumcision. There's the, the believer and or there's the Jew and there's the Gentile. The circumcision and the uncircumcision. Therefore, the uncircumcision keepeth the righteousness of the law. So they keep the law. The uncircumcision they're supposed to be away from God. They're the heathen. But they keep the law. Shall not his uncircumcision shall not his uncircumcision be counted as circumcision? So it's circumcision of the heart. It's the circumcision of of living your life, speaking and doing as those that shall be judged by the law of liberty, as James says in chapter two. Therefore, if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision well what must we what what should what shall we do that we might work the works of god john 6 28 and 29 believe on him who he has sent that's what jesus said so you want to do the work of god you want to keep the righteousness of the law believe on him who he hath sent we're not talking about working your way to heaven here verse 27 and shall not uncircumcision which is by nature, we're all born uncircumcised. All men are born uncircumcised. But we're all born, and women too are born uncircumcised of the heart. Okay, we're talking figuratively here. It's an outward sign of an inward condition, hopefully. Hopefully you're, you're dedicated to the Lord from the inside out. Shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, yes it is, if it fulfill the law, what law? I don't know. Love your neighbors yourself. Do unto as you'd have them do unto you. Love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Love your neighbors yourself. On these two commandments hang all the laws and the prophets. If you do that, and shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, if it fulfill the law, judge thee, who by the letter of and circumcision does transgress the law, He's going after Jewish people that are religious 
outwardly, but not inwardly. They don't. They transgress the law. While you've got the heathen, the uncircumcised, that keep the law, fulfill the law. Verse 28. For he is not a Jew. This is a powerful statement here. Verse 28. 20, Romans 26, 28. For he is not a Jew which is one outwardly, in the flesh, if you will. Neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew that is one inwardly, the circumcision which is of the heart, in the spirit, and not in the letter. In the spirit of the law, not in the letter. They keep the law. And not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. Well done, my good and faithful servant. That's what people that serve the Lord are going to hear. And 144,000, they do good. All right. um, I think this is just about, I got three more verses I want to read you about in the New Testament from the Apostle Paul. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 18. Is any man being being called... Is any man called being circumcised? Okay. Um, I was circumcised when I trusted Christ because I was born in America in the 50s and all the little baby boys were circumcised that I know of. Is any man called being circumcised? I answered the call. I was called. He calls everybody, but I answered the call 48 years ago. And yes, I was circumcised. Let him not become uncircumcised, which is just a joke. I mean, that's just funny. I can't be become let him not become uncircumcised. How do you become uncircumcised? I don't even want to think about it. Why would you do that? Is any, it doesn't mean anything, basically. Is any called uncircumcised? Let him not be circumcised. So if you're going to take from this message that you should go out and be circumcised, you're missing the point. And Paul says very clearly in 1 Corinthians 7, verse 18, is any called, if you're called to Christ today, in uncircumcision, let him not be circumcised. It's an outward sign of an inward condition. Worry about the inside. Don't worry about the outside. Now, there might be a reason to be circumcised. There might be a medical reason to be circumcised or a cleanliness reason or whatever reason. But, but you, know, you don't think it's going to earn you eternal life. I'm going to go be circumcised so I can go to heaven. No, it's not going to. Verse 19. Circumcision is nothing. Verse 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 19, according to the Apostle Paul. Circumcision is nothing. And uncircumcision is nothing. They're both nothing. Because they're both outward. But keeping the commandments of God. Rhetorically, that's something. Great literature. Circumcision is nothing. Uncircumcision is nothing. But keeping the commandments of God, and it just just it stops right there. I wrote that as something, but I think it's rhetorical. And here's here's a Galatians three seven. I've been saying this idea the whole through this whole thing. Galatians three seven. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same, are the children of Abraham. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith. I've been of faith for forty eight years. The same are the children of Abraham. I'm a child of Abraham by faith in Jesus Christ.
Here's a couple of interesting world facts I looked up to get the ball rolling, and I put them at the end here. Because I think faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. But these are some interesting world facts I, I looked up. In 2010, the World Health Organization estimated that 30% of adult males worldwide are circumcised. Second, even more interesting fact, male circumcision is nearly universal in the Muslim world and in Israel due to religious beliefs. I looked this up, I think it was Wikipedia, I'm not exactly sure. But the religious beliefs are the covenant of Father Abraham. I told you, I was on an airplane one time and always tried to talk to people about the Lord and I saw a guy reading a book, looked like the New Testament. It was leather bound and it was about the size of a New Testament. And I said, do you understand what you're reading? And he said, I'm Muslim. This is the Quran. And I said, oh, can I ask you another question? Do you consider yourself, as a Muslim, do you consider yourself a child of Abraham? And he said, as you've heard me say many times, if you listen to my, I don't say it in every podcast, but he said, my name is Abraham. And we had a good old talk. But... um, Anyway, um, I'm a child of Abraham by faith in Jesus Christ. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. It's one of my memory verses, Galatians 3, 7. All right, I'm going to say adios to God. And I'm going to say vaya con Dios, go with God.